It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's a Wednesday morning, it is the 8th of March for 2023, and coming up this morning, it almost seems like we shouldn't be looking at the segment given the fact that we went through the rate rise yesterday with the RBA but we're going to be taking a look at the luxury housing market and Michelle from Knight Frank is here to crunch some of the data and the numbers and we'll get to that in just a moment but as I mentioned uh, yesterday unfortunately the rate rise uh, went up another 25 basis points. Uh, Anthony Landau joined me yesterday afternoon and I asked him to break down some of the numbers and what that was likely to cost people moving forward. Yeah, good question, Craig. The rubber hits the road with the real numbers. To give that some perspective, back in April 2022, before the rate rises, the cash rate was 0.1%. It's now moved from 3.35% to 3.6%. For example, on a $500,000 loan with that increase, it's going to mean extra interest repayments of $105 a month. On a $750,000 loan, it's an extra $156 a month in interest repayments. Or on a larger loan size, say a million dollars, that's an increase in repayments of $208 a month. There's a little bit of a tempering in uh, the governor's language recently from the last um, update in February, but I do still believe there's there's more rises to come, even though the economy's starting to maybe show a few early indicators of slowing down. Will we see another rise in April. Well, the governor did temper his language a little bit today, so it might indicate that there will be a little bit of relief in amongst some future rises. What to buy, where to live and things to avoid every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. And starting soon, don't forget it's your opportunity to jump into the Real Estate Podcast literally and tell us what is on your mind. Maybe the rate rises are on your mind. It's on most, of course, mortgage holders' minds these days. And that segment is the breakfast at your place. So when you're having breakfast, we'll give you a call and you can tell us how you're feeling about the real estate market. All you have to do is email us at this email address, which is myrealestatebreakfast at gmail.com and we will connect you to the real estate breakfast. And if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 8th of March, happy birthday to you. If you're blowing out too many candles, you're not alone. There's a few people on our birthday calls. Lester Holt, the American journalist. Well, he's not that old. He's turning 64 today. If you remember the monkeys, you will remember Mickey Dolans. He is celebrating his 78th birthday today. And if you watch Dawson Creek back in the 90s. James Vanderbeek is celebrating his birthday. He is turning 46 years young. It's the Real Estate Podcast across Australia, seven days a week. 
It's the main Centre forecast. And around the country on our Wednesday morning, let's check on the weather forecast. First we go to Sydney and expecting a pretty sunny sort of a day. 31 is your forecast high. In Melbourne expecting one or two morning showers. Otherwise it should be mainly dry with some sunshine. Temperature not getting up that high, just 18 degrees for Melbourne. Brisbane partly cloudy skies but it should be mainly fine with 32 and in Perth today a possible shower I think about a 50% chance otherwise it should be mainly fine and dry and your temperature in Perth today 35 degrees. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. And we are talking this morning all about the luxury housing market. Boy, how many episodes have we dedicated to this space in the real estate industry over the last 12 months? A lot. And joining us this morning is Michelle Shaselsky, and she is the Head of Residential Research at night frank and a very good morning to you michelle welcome to the real estate breakfast this morning oh thank you for having me so as i said we have constantly been talking about this end of the market for the prime luxury housing market and how do australia cities perform because there is a report that you guys have done so very curious to know the answer to that Yes, yes, absolutely. We uh, we recently released our flagship report for Knight Frank, uh, known as the Wealth Report. Within that report, we track not only wealth trends but pro- you know prime property trends as well. And within that, we define the prime luxury market as being the top five percent of the market. So when we look at Australian cities, to be fair, we all of them uh, recorded positive growth over the last twelve months. But in saying that. Within our prime international residential index, our PIRI 100, when we compare that around the world, we actually mostly ranked in the bottom, you know, 50 to 100 globally. There's been some exceptional growth by other um, cities around the world. Yes, so how has the prestige residential market been able to sustain positive growth uh, compared to the rest of the property market across Australia? When we look at the global um, prime luxury prices, they actually deflated collectively from 12.3% growth in 2021. So they didn't collapse, but we actually saw growth of 5.2% in 2022. So looking at the Australian cities, um, Gold Coast actually performed the best in Australia with 4.1% growth. It ranked 54th globally, um, and that was on par with uh, the Canadian city of Toronto. Um, Melbourne was actually the best in terms of the the, the capital cities with 3.5% growth, uh, ranking 61 around the world. So we have seen, uh, like you said, positive growth in 2022 across the, the five cities that we monitor. But we know, you know, globally, um, you know, 49% of uh, these buyers actually pay with cash. So, you know, looking at prime property, it's a place where, you know, you could see it as a safe haven and many have used it as as an inflation hedge. Okay, so some really interesting points. And of course, as you've alluded, since COVID prices in the residential space have gone gangbusters, all sorts of numbers indicating that we as a country compared to other countries are too expensive. But I think you've got some numbers. So how do Australia cities compare for value for money? 
Yeah, look, you know, when we're talking about the core market, we are incredibly expensive compared to other global cities. But when we're talking about this top end of the market where as a country, we're still maturing in this prestige luxury space. So the way that we like to compare cities around the world is we take an an imaginary check of of, uh, 1 million US dollars and all of us researchers come together and we try to understand how much luxury internal floor space you could buy with that 1 million US dollars. And really, when you look at our prestige home, homes uh, in Australia. We certainly have much bigger floor plates than other places around the world, but you can buy 117 square metres of uh, luxury internal floor space on the Gold Coast. So if you compare that to Monaco, you can effectively buy 100 uh, square metres less with only 17 square metres with that $1 million check. Looking to the you know the market of Sydney, obviously, you know, 25% of our ultra wealthy population live in Sydney and you can buy 44 square metres with that $1 million US check. So we are relatively cheap when you're talking about this very top end of the market. Mm, yeah, Monaco, oh, to have money to be able to buy in Monaco. It is the benchmark for wealth, that is for sure. And uh, let me ask you this, uh, with the amazing price growth in residential, many are looking towards the long-term markers for continuing that growth. So how does the top end of the residential market perform, let's say, in a few years from now? Yeah, look, I guess the the, the the starting point is probably for 2023. There's there's so much uncertainty at the moment. It's important to sort of understand where we're going um, and whether the, the prestige market is going to see, I guess, as much dip um, as the, the core or mainstream market. And we don't actually expect um, to see too much of a, a fall over the 2023 year. We do expect the Gold Coast to still be the, the strongest performer just because of relative value. And we've seen a lot more migration moving up to the Gold Coast. Now, we know that our wealthy population is also quite optimistic and 65% are expecting their wealth to further grow in 2023. So by, um, you know, come 2024, uh, we do expect um, to see, you know, quite sustainable and healthy growth again in this prestige, you know, top end of the market. All right. So that sounds like a pretty interesting report. How can people get their hands on it? Oh, look, we have a, a dedicated website to the Wealth Report. It's a, it's a global report uh, now in its 17th year. Um, so just uh, essentially look up the Wealth Report uh, for 2023. And also something that's super exciting is the Investments of Passion, uh, which is you know talks about all those luxury, exciting art, cars, jewellery, that exciting <laughs> space that uh, I, I know um, is quite important to our ultra-wealthy clients. Oh, very, very important, though, to just be in that space. Hey, lovely to talk to you this morning Michelle enjoy your day and thanks for coming on to the real estate breakfast this morning thank you so much we connect you to the best real estate information across Australia the real estate podcast 